0: on to another episode of We're Talking Tonight. We're talking football with Eric Dillo. Eric is the uh one of the contributors to
1: the fifth
0: quarter. Is that correct, Eric? Fifth quarter?
1: That's correct. Uh fifthquarter.net, uh, there's a network of fifth quarter uh Twitter sites. Um a lot of them contribute to fifthquarter.net. They write articles about football, basketball. Um there's even some that write about pro sports, but We focus on uh, the Louisiana athletics. We actually are on Twitter at FQ Louisiana. Shortened it because Twitter limits your space. Yep. With Quarter Louisiana, me and uh, Corey Andrus joined here recently. He's doing a great job. We just uh, tweet out content about uh, Cajun sports. Very good. Well, you're on
0: tonight we're going to talk about a little football we're going to talk about the cajuns game uh against uh southeastern let's talk about the offense well first before we get into that let's talk overall what was your what was your thought overall on the performance of the cajuns
1: well obviously it's the first game and you like to win the first game i mean there was positive and negatives you know in in the game i think even coach said that I thought we got off to a fast start, and uh, I liked the different look to our offense. Uh, I thought both the quarterbacks looked good, especially throwing down the middle, and obviously everyone's talking about how they use the tight ends that seemed to be lacking the past couple of years. Um, I thought we had a really good crowd for the bad weather. I was really, <laughs> I was really hoping for a better crowd, but then when I saw it raining, I was shocked to see how many people actually stayed. Or came on out. Um, I thought Fields played really well. I was, you know, a little apprehensive because I hadn't seen a whole lot of him. But I thought he he looked like he deserved to win the job to me. And uh, I thought the offense moved the ball at will, really, in the first half. It's a little disappointing that we didn't come up with some more uh, some more points than we did. But again, first game. A lot of the linemen were playing together for the first time. Um, I guess the negatives felt like the running game got off to a slower start. Uh, maybe some of that was focusing on the passing game, trying to get fields comfortable. And uh, some of the younger defensive players were out of position on a few plays, and I think that was due to inexperience and being aggressive, wanting to make a play. Um, all game long we seemed to lack pressure on the quarterback i think we ended up with one sack during the game and then uh, like i said not scoring on that long drive at the end of the second quarter i know we went went for it instead of kicking the field goal and that's debatable i I like to see a little aggressiveness but uh, at that point i felt like getting the game a little further out of reach would have been a better choice but uh And then the second half offense was not as dominant as the first half. That kind of concerned me. But again, a win is a win and uh, really, really enjoyed watching the game. It it seemed to be well played. We didn't have a lot of penalties and I thought the coaching staff did a good job. Excellent. Um,
0: Let's talk about the offense a little deeper. You talked about Chandler Fields, obviously a different player than Levi Lewis. what did you, I mean, I, 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 agree. I think the offense started lights out and that could be for several reasons. Uh, one a little fresher, uh, during, during the, uh, during the beginning of the game the, as, as the game went on. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just saying different, uh, different things there. But what, what did you notice about Chandler that made him, I
1: guess, different than Levi uh I think he had a quicker release and I think uh I had heard the week prior you know from different reports that he was more of a, a uh risk taker I think Levi as good as he was he wasn't a risk taker and I think a lot of t- a lot of those throws that Chandler did especially over the middle Levi probably would have ran it or thrown it out of bounds which is the safe thing to do there's nothing wrong with that but uh mm-hmm. Chandler, I feel like, trying to establish himself as the leader of the team and, and show people that he can play quarterback. And I feel like he definitely did that. I, you know, And I'm not saying Woodridge, Woolridge did a bad job, but the offense just seemed more smoother with the uh, Fields in there. I did think Fields uh, did not run it as well as uh, Lewis, and I don't think that's because he can't. He just seemed a little apprehensive. I saw he got out to the edge a couple of times and slowed down, whereas if he had kept going, of course, that's easy for me to say. I'm not out there about to get smacked like he was. But, <laughs> uh, I feel like he he could have ran it out of bounds like Lewis used to, you know, just get a, get a few more yards and, and not take the hit. But uh, he, he definitely, while he looks similar, I, I think he is different than Levi, and I think it'll be good good for the offense it definitely was in that game
0: do you think that's uh you know you mentioned uh running out of bounds uh or getting getting rid of the ball do you think uh and i i don't know this i'm just i'm i'm asking a question uh i mean levi was here for four years is our memory skewed from what levi did his final season to what he did his first couple starts i mean you know do, do you remember, I guess, do you remember Levi's first couple starts? I
1: guess is my point. That would be tough. Uh, I, I think Coach Napier probably had a lot to do with that and, and uh, the more conservative, if you want to call it conservative, quarterback play or even the offense. And I think we're seeing Coach Desimos' uh, stamp on the offense. You know, he may have been the coordinator last year, but everyone knows that, you know, Coach Napier called the plays. So, I think it's a little bit of both. I think Fields is a little different quarterback than Lewis. And I think we're seeing Coach Leger and, and Coach Dez's uh, mark on the offense. Yeah, I think Coach Dez said
0: it, uh, you know, the week before the first game or a couple of weeks before the first game that they were definitely going to open it up more, take more chances, and, and hate to use the words run up the score, but basically, uh, um, put more points on the board, so it yeah, probably means running up the score. What about the running backs? I mean, my opinion is that you know, I, I really enjoy uh, watching um, uh, Jacob Cabote run and he four and a half yards per carry. He had uh, you know, all, all the running backs had you know a plus 10 yard, not all of them, but the top three running backs, Chris Smith, uh, Terrence Williams. But what, what, what was your opinion of the, uh, of the running backs?
1: I I really liked uh, what they did. Chris Smith always plays a really good game and he, he ran really well early in the game. Um, Williams for lack of a better comparison, he reminded me of kind of what Montrell Johnson did for us last year. And I thought he had a really good game. I mean, none of them put the ball on the ground. But uh, Williams just always seemed to get positive yardage every time he touched the ball. Um, Cabote and, and Smith, obviously, both had good games. Our running backs, uh, if you take away the quarterbacks, and I think Draylon Washington had five carries for five yards. If you just take Smith and, and Williams and Cabote, they average 4.7 yards a carry. And that's that's pretty damn good to me. I mean, I, our overall production wasn't what we were used to, but then again, our, our uh, offense wasn't what we were used to either.
0: You know, Terrence Williams is one of those guys that uh, I don't think I noticed it during the game that he had racked up 61 yards on 10 carries. Um, uh, but I mean, that, that's a pleasant surprise in my opinion,
1: having him be able to do that. Right. I, I and coming into the season, you know, and it, it I'm sure it's still that way. We were kind of led to believe it's, it's Smith and then whoever had the best week of practice. Uh, I think Cabote actually came in before Williams. I'm not sure, but he did, uh, however they go as long as we're getting positive production i don't care who's in there <laughs> you know and i'm sure the coaches don't either i i know all of them work hard and i'm sure they deserve a chance to play and maybe next week it'll be Draylon with the you know the 61 yards or, or smith and i think that's a, a a positive for our program that that so many running backs can play and and not whine and complain about lack of carries and They just do their job, and and they work as a team within a team, you know. And our line, uh, we had a lot of young guys out there or or guys that hadn't really played a lot. I thought uh, some of the newcomers that stood out to me were Jax Harrington. He's not really a newcomer, but I don't know that he's ever started before. Um, And George Jackson got a lot of playing time. And then I'm probably going to butcher his name, Ohanaba. From Michigan State yeah the newcomer he's not he's a graduate so he's not really new but and then uh, Terrence Williams and Jacob Cabote I both thought we were no Williams played last year but very little and uh, Cabote was out all of last year I thought all of them played really well and really contributed and uh, looks good for the future
0: absolutely I like the fact that for the last Oh, 10 or 11 years here that we've had at least two running backs, but three running backs that have shared the duty and, uh, allowed us to make substitutions at will and without
1: punishing, uh, one or more of the running backs. So
0: fun right. to watch.
1: And to think Kendra, 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 Williams is out for the year or yep. we'd have more than what we have. There's a reason why you, you get this many
0: guys on, uh, on right. a team. So let's talk about the receiving core there. What 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 impressed you the most there? Who impressed you? What was going on and when when you saw? Uh, I tell you, I don't think anybody was more excited than me. In may, well, maybe Coach Dez, when Johnny Lumpkin caught the caught
1: the first pass as a, a tight end. Uh, I was really excited. We to me, we've had some talented tight ends over the past few years and. We just didn't seem to get them the ball, you know, whether that was the offense we ran or, you know, I, I don't know what the issue was. But, you know, our tight ends, Lumpkin, Johnson, and uh, Meagle, had eight catches altogether, two touchdowns. Um, trying to do some quick math here. Probably about 90-something yards, yardage, you know, and – meagle only had one catch but that was that big one at the end of the fourth quarter that led to the touchdown and johnson had two catches and of course lumpkin to me was the mvp of the game you know he not just because he scored the two touchdowns of course that helped but uh, the five catches he was the leading receiver you know i had to uh i had to go back and watch the game again because i was like did was peter leblanc out because I don't think he got one pass thrown to him, man. I really, I really love his game. He uh, he seems to stretch the field, but I don't think he had one target. I don't think, I think Stevens had one target, and uh, of course Michael Jefferson. He uh, I think he was the leading receiver, tied with uh, Earl Rogers, but Earl Rogers' catches came on those uh, jet sweeps, which worked really well. So it'll be interesting to see how how we integrate the wide receivers into some more more of the action.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the the tight ends had 105 yards uh, re- receiving combined, but uh, but exactly. Uh, Michael Jefferson uh, thought came up big. I wasn't sure about. Uh, I do remember a couple of uh, passes being thrown in the direction of. Uh, peter but i don't uh rem- I, I,
1: I, they weren't balls that he could have caught in my right. opinion so but that very well could have something to do with why you know i think stevens i think the pass was behind him the one i remember um not a lot but enough to not be might not make it catchable yep and, and dalen cambry had two catches and I, of course i think bernard had one catch where he really got rocked and lost the ball that was, yep. uh, that was a big hit. Cadens were lucky
0: to get that one back, quite honestly. And it was it was fun to see Jamal Bell back in the action too, after some time uh, away with injury and, and and struggling a little bit to to get back into uh, the game. So uh, I thought overall
1: the receiving core did did really well. Right, and and you know, like you said, doing well. That's not just getting catches. That's also blocking. And, yes. Uh, Letting your running backs gain some yardage and being a being a decoy in a lot of ways, and we got a deep receiving core. You know, we didn't even talk about uh, Fleming. He he was one of our leading receivers last year, and we did talk about LeBlanc and Stevens. But I, I I'm anxious to see all these guys start getting some balls. And yeah, I think uh, I'm not
0: I'm not saying that uh, Peter was a decoy on a lot of it, but I'm wondering how much it was that – i I'd have to go back and rewatch the game to see if Southeastern was taking Peter out of the game by possibly double-teaming him. So I don't know. So. Okay. Well, let's come back. Uh, let's take a quick break. You're listening we're talking. Tonight we're talking football with Eric Dillo of the fifth quarter. We'll be right back after this brief timeout. Welcome back into we're talking tonight. We're talking football with Eric Dillo of the fifth quarter. Eric, uh, let's start out with the defensive line. I mean, give me your thoughts there. I thought, I thought we put some, some decent pressure, but, but not what we would have expected in the past with a Cajun football team that I thought really had more sacks last year. And that was probably a little bit by design, but what was your thought on
1: the, on the play of the defense? uh obviously overall i I thought they they played pretty well the the line i thought the zion hill green had a good game Uh, him and andre jones seemed to always have a good game uh some of our younger guys i think struggled at times and like i said we're out of position um i thought our linebacking core really did a good job um I, i even tweeted out you know uh Casey Osa only had three tackles. I counted at least five that he was in on. Yeah, He looked really well in in playing. um, Chris Moncrief, uh, him and Amir McDaniel. I I, I was really high on them, not last Vermilion and White game, but the one before that, I I could tell. I thought they were going to be big contributors to the defense and Chris has gotten a chance before Amir, but but uh, he's taken advantage of it, and I feel like he's probably right now our best linebacker. Um, and Amir filled in really well. Uh, I think he started for uh, the injured cornerback. His name's escaping me from New Iberia. Oh, uh, Trey Amos. Right. Um, Eric Garrett obviously had a great game. Um, and then you know Rayland trahan always has a good game <clears throat> and uh, we 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 need i think we do need to get some more pressure i, I, I saw zion hill get pressure and i saw jones get pressure i think i, I know jones got credited with half of a sack but overall I think if we allow those guys to stand back there and, and pass the ball, and and quite honestly, I don't think Southeastern's quarterback was, especially in the first half, he was not that great. And he seemed to catch a little fire toward the second half, but uh, his accuracy was off. And I think a, a more accurate quarterback would have really hurt us more in that game than, than what he did. Um, so we got to get some pressure and, clean up some of the you know running quarterbacks always seem to hurt us a little bit and he he didn't hurt us as much as uh, Nichols' quarterback did last year but <clears throat> he 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 hurt us at times but uh overall you know good effort we we held them to seven points you, you can't really you know when I start talking about we could have done this and that better we're nitpicking now because we won the game and we held <laughs> them to seven points no, but I'm sure the, the the coaches are nitpicking, and and not just nit,
0: nitpicking. They're going like, "You blew this one right here. Where's he going?" But how how much of that, uh, how much of the, we'll, we'll say lack of pressure? How much of the lack of pressure, you think was due to their quarterback being a running quarterback?
1: That's a good question. You know, uh, I'm sure coach Morgan and, and and the staff really scouted that out and that probably was wanting to stay in their lanes and make sure he didn't, uh, he didn't break a long one on us, which he didn't. Um, So, yeah, that's a good point, Craig. I I just
0: somehow uh, just sometimes it's, 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 um, it's one of those things that we, we, we as, as fans, sometimes we don't, I guess, look at the whole picture. We see what we see in the moment. And, uh, in, in, I think the coaches, well, I know the coaches know what they're doing, but, uh, sure. uh, it, it's just, you know, I, I just, it, I, I, I think also being the first game, uh, a. We don't want to show everything that we don't have to, especially when it comes to blitzes and things like that, because we've got. And and you probably, I don't think maybe you'll see a whole lot of them in this next game either. I think moving forward, you know, it, you might wait until you uh, week five, honestly, against right. South Alabama. Right.
1: So. I think Eastern Michigan is going to be much tougher than than Southeastern was. Okay. But. Well, we'll get to them in just a second. So. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, no, but AJ Riley, uh, the guys that came up big, all those guys, Chris Moncrief, Andre Jones, Braylon Tron, you mentioned several of them, but I Zion Hill green, you know, all those guys, camp Badesco led the team in tackles, all
1: of those guys. I mean, I, I just thought the veterans showed up to play. I, I agree. Uh, a newcomer that stood out to me was Courtney flowers. Yep. He had a really good game. Um, playing that star position uh he laid the wood a few times on some people
0: well let's move on to the special teams which were pretty doggone special and not only the special uh the sunbelt conference special teams player of the week but the louisiana uh sports writers special team player of the week eric garrer what'd you think of his punt return was it okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, of course I loved it. Uh, I, I like to watch the games by myself cause I scream and holler and scare my family if I'm watching, but, uh, yeah, that, that was, a, that was a great run by Eric and he's got a great name. So he's one of my favorite players. Um,
0: I got, you had uh Chris Smith on the kickoffs, only got one opportunity. I think some of that might've been by design too, because he, I, I think he caught a couple of those, uh, in the end zone and just kind of kneeled down he's only a yard or two deep which i think if we need him to to,
1: he's going to take off on that right i I think uh, i noticed one of them it looked like he he might have either was frustrated that he was told to kneel or he was frustrated at himself because he he felt like he knelt and he shouldn't have he kind of pounded the ball or something like i wish i'd taken that one out you know But yeah, he, he's electric on the, on the kickoff returns.
0: What'd you think of the, uh, the kicking game though? Uh, let's start out with the punter, the man from
1: down under. (laughs) Well, you gotta love Reese Burns. He, he, uh, he didn't have, you know, statistically a great night. I don't think, I think he, he's given out that $20 for everyone. He gets in the 20. And I think he only got one, but, uh, he he always has has a really good game. He I don't know that I've ever seen him shank one. I'm sure he has, but has to be very few. Our new uh, our new place kicker, you know, made the one kick. He made all the all the extra points, and then the one that he missed, he he missed it pretty bad. But uh, how did that look out? on? How did that look on TV? Did he hook that one bad, or was it a line drive?
0: What was? It looked like it was
1: straight straightforward but to the left well i guess it would have been to his left but it was yep. my right and uh it had the distance it just was about looked like it's about four to six feet outside but uh you know on, on, from that angle i couldn't tell if anybody got a hand on it or you know what and it, and it was a long field goal 44 yards I, I thought that was an interesting move that he won the job over amandeus um so he must be the best one, or at least the coaches feel he is right now anyway.
0: Yeah. I I I don't know that it affected him, but sometimes the turf being wet to me uh can give you more problems than grass being wet. And maybe he was a little bit gingerly uh on it on his plant foot. I, I don't know. I'm I'm and I'm not trying to make excuses for him. Uh but I I
1: who knows at this point. So uh, he did a solid job, and he made the extra points. You know that's more than some teams' kicker did. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we
0: won't mention any names, but I love it. Uh, uh, lastly, on, on the Cajuns, uh, not lastly, uh, what what are what are your what would you like to see done different by the Cajuns, both offense and defensively, or even special teams for that matter?
1: um special teams i i don't know i mean obviously we had a great night on special teams it, it'd be other than the missed field goal it'd be hard to improve on that i don't i don't think um i don't think the Lions got hardly any yardage on kickoffs or punt returns uh defensively i felt like uh the second half we didn't till the end like i, I guess the third quarter we uh the cajuns i say we I hate when people do that, but the Cajuns didn't play as well as uh, they did in the first half and they kind of let, let them back in if nothing else from the momentum standpoint, obviously the score they didn't, but maybe a little more consistency. And like we talked about, if if that lack of pass rush wasn't by design, maybe we can uh, get a little more pressure on the quarterback going forward. Um, Offensively. I'd like to see the fast start that we had continue and, uh, maybe, uh, work the receivers into the game plan a little more. And again, maybe that was by design, you know, I, I, I don't know, but we got a lot of talent. Uh, I said that before the season started, we got a lot of talent. We had a lot of talent leave, but what we have here is, uh, unproven talent at this point, uh, inexperienced talent is probably a better way to say it. Yep. So game one's under their belt. It's under Coach Dez's belt, under Coach Morgan's belt, two of my favorite all-time Cajun players. So I was happy to see them get the win and happy to see the team get the win. Yeah, even though Coach Dez was the uh, was officially the head coach for the bowl
0: game, this is the first time it's really, I guess, his team, his stamp. I mean, he got to call, call the plays for Levi in that bowl game, but this – This is really his, I hate to say his first game, but right. right, Game (laughs) (laughs) 1.5. Have you seen the video they just released a few hours Uh, before we
1: did this? I, I, I saw it pop up. I did not get a chance to look at it yet. He, he is a, a, to me, an inspirational speaker in the locker room. I'll put it that way. i he, he really, he, he looks and talks like a coach.
0: You know, I sat with him at an RCA event uh, about a month and a half ago, probably two months ago now. And uh, I asked him, I was picking his brain and everything. And then finally I said, uh, I said, okay, this is the last question. I promised. you, I'm not going to bother you all night. He goes, no. He goes, I don't mind asking questions. And I'm like, okay, well then here, here's 10 more. No. Oh. <laughs> so Erica, I, I appreciate your time. Tell us again where, where everybody can find you and follow
1: you on Twitter sure uh check out fifthquarter.net that's the website and uh there's all kinds of different schools that you can follow on there and and read articles i haven't been writing any unfortunately here lately but uh on twitter you can follow us at fq louisiana my personal twitter is vermilion the letter n and white vermilion and white and you can follow Corey at n I N juco. And, uh, he's a great follow. Also, he's, he's a big Cajun fan and just a sports fan in general. And we appreciate all our followers. We've, uh, we've had this about a year and a half now, and we finally go to over a fa- thousand followers and, uh, just something we enjoy doing. Give me chorus one more time. It's I N J U C O. Ah, Okay.
0: I am following him. Just wanted to make sure. So, well, Eric, I appreciate the time. Hopefully you'll come back on before the season's over. We'll talk a little more football.
1: Absolutely, uh, Craig. I I appreciate it and I enjoy it. Well, good. We'll get, we'll
0: we'll try to do this again a little bit more often and uh, hopefully we'll see that defense. I agree with you there. I think the defense has to uh, take a little step. I think overall, I think the coaches know too that the the Cajuns got to play a better football game absolutely but in the end it was a w for the cajuns and this was a w for me tonight thank you uh eric i appreciate it
1: have a great night craig
0: you too you've been listening we're talking and we've been talking football with eric Dillo of the fifth quarter we'll talk to y'all later any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited except ah uh, who the hell are we
1: kidding distribute it share it put it in your podcast broadcast it, or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due.